Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. my friends and fellow comp climbing history buffs. Welcome to a new season of Past Podiums. Not not necessarily a new season of the podcast, but a, a new old World Cup season that we're going to look back on. So a brief recap, we concluded the 2013 season and we saw the, the, the legend of on a store come so close to sweeping the women's division that season and we saw the great Julie Verm win a, a thriller of an event and we saw a number of different men earn gold medals and so with all of that we're now going to jump right into the following year 2014 I'm going to stick with just the bouldering circuit for now there were certainly full lead and speed circuits happening these years too, but maybe maybe those we'll look back on those maybe someday. I, I think for now it's best to reflect on just a single discipline to better see the themes and the multi-event storylines and kind of keep track of who the who the stars were and what the big standout moments were. It's just easier to keep track of everything and everyone if we stay on the bouldering circuit. At least that's kind of the logic I'm taking with this. So we'll stay on the bouldering circuit. And with that being said, we now embark on the first event of the 2014 bouldering World Cup season. This competition took place in Chongqing, China, so we're back in Chongqing for another season opener, with the final round, which we'll talk about here, happening on Sunday, April 27th, 2014. And as with all these World Cup stops for this entire season, if you, if you want to, you can find the replays on YouTube. You can go watch them in their entirety on your own. We'll just stick with the bullet points here. So we start the event in Chongqing, and one of the first things we see in this Chongqing final round is a new opening montage. It's <laughs> it's totally different. It's way more rocking, and there's a, like a grungy crunch, uh, some guitar chords, dun, 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 dun. There's some big drums. It's almost like a heavy metal sound to it. And we get with it the same blue and white IFSC logo, and that leads us into the, the live stream. So after the opening, we see Daniel Finn looking dapper once again. He gets us caught up on all the standings. And then the finalists come out for introductions and observations. There's some brief pre-recorded interviews with Anna Store, And there's one with Jan Hoyer who says he's worked on his finger strength and flexibility and prepping for this 2014 season. And then the head route setter for this event, uh, Matthew Dutre, talks a bit about the boulders that we're going to see in this final round. He says one of the boulders will be a, quote, 
anti-slab, meaning a slab that's, he says, quote, very physical. And I, I thought that that was worth mentioning here. I wrote it down in my notes just because that would really become prevalent for most slabs in the seasons to come, being more physical, incorporating uh, some more dynamic sequences as opposed to a slab slabs that are purely static and low intensity. So if he's calling them anti-slab back then, if that's how Matthew Dutre wants to label them, that's fine. Just to kind of take note that we will then see this anti-slab style, I think, become much more prevalent in the seasons to come. And Matthew Dutre also predicts that the last men's boulder will be the, the quote, best for the show. So we'll see if he's correct in that. And then Matthew, and then he, he kind of slips into the commentary booth, or at least we, we, we hear that he has slipped into the commentary booth to join Daniel Finn. So it will be the two of them doing the play-by-play for the remainder of this event. Here are the finalists. In the women's division, Marine Thevenet of France. So that's a new name for us this season. Shauna Coxie of Great Britain. Akio Noguchi of Japan. Julie Verm of Germany. Alex Puccio of the USA, and Anish Store of Austria. So aside from Marine Thevenet, uh, it's, it's a pretty standard roster compared to what we're used to for the previous year as well, for 2013. The men's finalists are Jorg Verhoeven of the Netherlands, Vadim Timonov of Russia, Guillaume Glermonde, Guigui uh, of France, James Cassay of Australia, Jan Hoyer of Germany, and Dmitry Sherefutinov of Russia. So there's a new name in there, too, with Vadim Timonov. Actually, he was pretty young here. I think this was his... I'd, I'd have to check. I think this was his rookie season. I might be wrong about that. Um, so the action begins. I'll, I'll explain the women's boulder first. It's this angled stack of volumes that follow the arete all the way to the top of the wall. It, it's interesting because... The commentators call it a traverse, but it's sort of this upward traverse, straight up, straight up the arete, if that makes sense. This is the the one that they were calling the anti-slab. So Marine Thevenet climbs it first. She is able to kind of glance the top hold with, with a hand, but she can't secure it. Shortly thereafter, Shauna Coxie, Akio Noguchi, and Julie Verm come out and flash it. And the big surprise here is that when Anna Storr comes out a little later, she gives it a number of attempts and is able to glance that top hold with a hand too. But she does not top it. Anna Storr doesn't, doesn't reach the top. So there's a, a shared early lead in the women's division with Shauna Coxie, Akio Noguchi, and Julie Verm. Switching over to the men's boulder here, men's one has a dynamic start that goes out to a pair of hanging prism volumes. Jorg Verhoeven is the first the first man to attempt it. He cannot get the top. Next, there's the, the next few men can't get to the top either, but there is some great stuff at the end of this boulder. Jan, Jan Hoyer comes out and he just, he stacks up, I'd have to check, but it's a dozen or 13 or 14 attempts. It is a lot of attempts just trying to stick that opening dyno trying to latch onto the prism volumes but he finally does it which is awesome stuff so Jan Hoyer gets the top and then just a, a couple minutes later Dmitry Sherefutinov comes out comes out and and tops it too on to the second boulders women's two has this 
swinging lower section that goes on to some spherical volumes and it's and then that leads into a steep upper section it's it's kind of a your typical swing and catch boulder and i think it's important to kind of pay close attention to these swing and catch boulders because ones like this are they they seem to have the personality i guess for lack of a better word of more modern contemporary style boulders it just feels like we're kind of glimpsing at the future here with with this one so uh julie verm is she's the standout here she tops it in the least amount of attempts followed closely behind by shauna coxie and then akio noguchi tops it with a a bunch of attempts and she ends up I think her top, she only has about 10 seconds left. So it is the three of them kind of extending their lead that they established on the first boulder. Akio Noguchi, Julie Verm, and uh, Shauna Coxie. They're starting to pull away a little bit. Anastor does top this boulder as well. So we'll we'll have to see if she's if she's putting together kind of a mini comeback here. It's going to be a, a big task if she's to do that, but... but um, We'll just check it out as we go along. Men's 2 is a physical, it's just like a wrestling match on these overhanging yellow prism volumes. Most of the men end up topping this thing, including Jan Hoyer and Dmitry Sherifutnov. So they extend their lead a little bit on the scorecards from, from the rest of the men's field. So halfway through this final, it really feels like Julie Verm is shining the brightest in the women's division. She She's leading on attempts over Akio Noguchi and Shauna Coxie. I suppose it, it kind of feels like any of them could capture magic for this day if they have some really good performances on the on the final boulders here. Anastor, as we said, she has to make up some ground if she's if she's gonna come back and win this thing. In the men's division, it's Dmitry Sherfutinov leading the way with Jan Hoyer not too too far behind. And then there's this kind of tangle in third place with Jorg Verhoeven, James Cassay, and Guillaume Glermondé all in the mix, each with, with a top. On to the third boulders. Women's three is a it's a pinchy power boulder. All the women end up topping it. Most actually flash it, so it doesn't really change the scores or the, the stratification or the separation between them all that much. Still, Julie Verm is is kind of ruling, and Shauna Coxie and Akio Noguchi are still right below her on this on the scorecards. Men's three is kind of this. It's a slab boulder that loops up the wall. It's got kind of some prism volumes that form this big uh, half circle, sort of going up the wall. Jan Hoyer is the only one who manages to solve this thing. He tops it in. It actually takes him eight attempts, so he's really accumulating a lot of attempts here in this in this round. But most importantly, he's accumulating tops along with those attempts. So he uh, he takes a really big lead in, in topping this one. Finally, it all leads to the last boulders. Women's four is a it's a really big rounded overhang. It's it's worth seeing this boulder because of the ovoid shape of the overhang the, the roundness of the lip it's it's somewhat unique in its structure Alex Puccio has a 
has a really great top of it. She's actually only the only woman to reach the top of it, but she just, it's kind of too little too late. She can't catch those big three on the scorecards that we've been talking about this whole round. Julie Verm, Shauna Coxie, and Akio Noguchi. It turns out that the three of them had already done enough in the round, so even without topping this fourth boulder, they they end up being the medalists. Uh, men's four is in an arete. It has this nice little, kind of the, the flashy part of it is this nice little ninja kick up top, and uh, it turns out it just reinforces the scores that are kind of already in, in place from earlier in the round with Jan Hoyer and Dmitry Sherefutinov being the only ones to reach the top of it. Half the field actually gets completely shut down and doesn't even get a bonus on this thing. So the podium ends up being a double gold for Germany. In the men's division, Jan Hoyer wins it. He's the only man who accumulated four tops. Dmitry Sherefutinov gets the silver and Jorg Verhoeven gets the bronze. Uh, and in the women's division, it's Jan Hoyer's compatriot, Julie Verm. She wins the gold. Shauna Coxie's closely behind her in second place for the silver. And Akio Noguchi gets the bronze. All three of those women on the podium had a total of three tops. I think the big takeaway here is that if you remember from last season, the 2013 season, we saw that Julie Verm was capable of being the best in the world. And she proves that she can be the best in the world this season as well with this inaugural competition of the 2014 season. This is just an incredible showcase of how great Julie Verm was on the circuit at this time. And and you also you have to give a lot of credit to Shauna Coxie and Akio Noguchi, who seem as good as ever in this early period of the 2014 season also. And lastly, I think Puccio's top on women's four, that crazy rounded overhang that, we, that I talked about, it's also memorable in the way that that boulder just totally flattened everyone else, and yet Puccio was able to romp through it in just a few attempts. It makes it really worth a watch. So thanks for listening. That's all for now. We'll be back very soon for continuation of this 2014 bouldering World Cup circuit. So see you next time on Past Podiums. Real quick before we get out of here, thanks again for listening. Also thanks to Audio Coffee for doing the music. And if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about, you can find it on the International Federation of Sport Climbing YouTube channel. See you next time.